Welcome to the Beantown Bully Podcast. Epic versus Apple. It looks like Epic wants to push his weight around since this is the biggest game in the world right now. Uh, Epic didn't want to pay the 30% of the fee that it needs to on the storefronts. And they started undercutting the Apple Pay method so that they can get the money directly to them. So they were offering uh, $2 off if you paid it directly to them. And Apple didn't like that. And they kicked them off their app store. Now, I don't think this is that big of a deal. Because all all games, all game fronts, PlayStation, Epic, Steam, um, Xbox, they all, they all charge gaming companies for putting their games on their storefronts. So it's not that big of a deal, but this is like a common thing. So they get a little kickback for you putting it on their system off every sale. 30% is kind of the the number that everybody's throwing out there. I don't think it's that bad because this is literally the thing that every storefront do. I don't know if Epic's doing that because all games that go to Epic are getting a bigger cut. So I don't think Epic's the one who's giving out 30% uh, 30 taxes on everybody. But it does, if if they can change the landscape, it, it will put a lot more companies in the green. Um... You know, it's a big risk to release a game that people may or may not play. Also, if it's a low budget game, like a an indie, you would have to put it on the console that has more user base just to cover just to cover it. Just to cover all your bases because there's no there's no guarantee that you're gonna make money and putting it on both of them could cost you a lot more than what it needs to so this would probably lead to like a time exclusive deal like hey i put my game on your thing you give me a, a little extra kickback and technically it's win-win for the company I mean the dev and the storefront now back to epic versus apple they seem like they knew this was already going to happen at the lawsuit they were gonna get pulled out because they had a commercial ready for what was going to happen um so it was not it's not nothing new to them they knew what was going to happen and they also are suing apple and google for this practice but it doesn't really make sense because on android you can go around that so if you can go around and get your own apk why wouldn't you just have your own payment method because it just it just doesn't make sense and the commercial they use they did use a, a commercial that uh apple used against ibm because they were saying it's kind of anti-consumer that there was only one big competitor that they could use um it just i don't know how this is going to work because it clearly seems that Apple's not going to budge because that will lower the revenue that they make. And other storefronts would probably look at Apple and make it seem like they probably will look at Apple and see what they do first. Because 
it wouldn't make sense to lose money off their bottom line. Like, don't get me wrong, Apple stores, apps do cost more in the store. So I'm assuming they call uh, they charge more to the developers. Google prices and Apple prices are drastically different things. And I don't know if they have an exclu- uh, exclusive deal that if you put your app on their storefront, uh, that it has to be there for a certain amount of period before you can put it on um, on Google's storefront. Because, like I said, uh, the 30% that their uh, devs are, are putting into the storefront, they may not have enough to recruit on putting it on other storefronts because they might take an L. Alright, let's talk about delayed games. I don't know why this becomes such a hot topic within gamers, because you do get the game, but it's less shitty than what it is when it's released early. So Halo 6 got delayed, some people are losing their shit. After seeing the reveal trailer, which it did have a lot, I shouldn't say a lot, but it did have some problems that I like you gamers couldn't accept if the game's been in development for five plus years you should already have something workable then they're going to try to say that covid also played a part in five years i truthfully i don't know how long it takes to make the game but five years it should look a little bit more polished but pushing it back i don't feel like it's a bad thing uh, they can hope for the best because it's way better to have the game push back and come out with less bugs than it come out with a like fucking buggies like a buggy mess. There's been a few games that have been delayed and people weren't complaining as much like L.A. Noir, seven years, uh, Starcraft two, seven years, Shimu, six years, like. I don't know what the argument is. Do you want a day one patch that's 60 gigs? Like, it just makes more sense to just wait for the game to come out more optimized. Because giving it the more time it needs and then it being polished is just a good idea all around. Yes, I can understand that there's no heavy hitters. There's no real heavy hitters coming on Xbox when it launches. But truth be told... If their main bread and butter game, one of their main bread and butter is Halo, Gears, and Forza, and you don't have it already at where it needs to be, then it's a three four three problem. And three four three slash I say three four three slash Xbox have been dropping the ball with Master Chief for so long. It's just like it doesn't even make sense. The lock versus Master Chief thing wasn't as good as everyone expected. There was a lot of corridor running. Which, oh, run into this room. Fight all the enemy in this room. Run into the next room. Fight all the enemies. I'm like, it, it was just annoyingly. It was just annoying. Like, they stopped at some point in, as a Halo 4? Halo 4? I say Halo 4, Halo 5. That it just you just wasn't outside anymore. Like you wasn't exploring anything. Like you weren't outside. You were literally in a building running from room to room, which this is the way they want to push it. And I'm just like, you guys, maybe three, four, three, maybe halo is just too much for three, four, three. They might have to just either give Bungie back halo 
and just allow it to be a time exclusive because it seems that Halo would do a lot better with the hand with the hands of the original creators because truth be told the gameplay for Destiny in Bungie's hands perfect storyline I don't really know they're they're trying something new it's not like a, a they don't have like a story centric game under their belt besides Halo but this Destiny thing it's kind of all over the place it's not a bad game but it's kind of all over the place I don't like what it is what it's become and destiny if they had more of the halo touch with destiny meaning there's a centralized storyline and it actually flowed through instead of uh there's one part to another part it's like it's broken up like these little sections like i don't really care for that but you know it, it could be a lot better which i want halo to be halo is literally one of the best games ever made. One of the best franchises ever made. I should say games. One of the best franchises ever made. And there's a lot riding on it. Like if 343 is not up to the task, just they need Xbox needs to put it in someone else's hands. Like, I don't know what's going on. Even Gears of War, like I may not really care about the uh the new character, but I've played Halo 4, I'm playing Halo, I'm playing, I'm oh not Halo 4, I'm playing Gears 4, and I'm playing Gears 5. Gears uh, 4, I liked it. Gears uh, 5, with the little twist of the girl, she may be half Covenant, or not Covenant, she may be half, um, well, I don't know what they're just called, they, she may be half of it or whatnot. That's a little twist, but... I can I can accept what they're trying to do because it's literally the gameplay is still there. The storyline may not like I said, I haven't beaten it yet. So the storyline may change on me if I beat it. And then there's like a twist at the end or something at the end that draws me in. But, you know, it, there's a lot there to work with. Because if they just killed off their their main enemy, it kind of would defeat the purpose. But, you know, it, them doing these little side things, it it makes it better all around. Like, they're trying some of the things that um, 343 has been trying with Halo. It just hasn't been working. And they need to get, they need to either take a break from it or really just start from scratch. Like, they have done Master Chief dirty. They could do a lot better. With Master Chief, now they're trying to copy the uh, the Bungie's blueprint and make it a Destiny style type game. Doesn't really work out because you're making it quote unquote free to play, but what's free to play on a console game? You're paying for Xbox Live, and the only people who make you pay for a free to play game is technically Xbox. PlayStation doesn't allow doesn't allow that. So if you had Destiny by itself, you can play Destiny online by itself. But that's another story. But I just feel like they just need a direction to actually move it. I'm um, hopefully the storyline's better. Supposedly they had five years to make this game. I hopefully they bring it together. It's looking spooky, but the delay polish up the game perfect. I just got to see what the story is when they finally drop. It's I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm not going to judge it and say that it's I know I said a whole bunch of negative things about it, but I'm not going to just throw it to the wayside. Master Chief 
Massive's been keeping Xbox's lights on for years. That is their game, and truthfully, the multiplayer is what's going to save... The way they do their multiplayer is clearly what's going to give them money. And on top of that, do we want one or two Halos for the next console generation? Because if they're trying to do a Destiny thing, the graphics are not going to get better. They're just going to keep adding content. That's why holding off on dropping it is a better option to polish up the game. Because if they're going to make this game uh, a service type game, then dropping it when it has all these bugs wouldn't make sense. Because you want to give... I feel like the users should get the best quality of the game they're going to get. Because they're not going to have a boost in graphics afterwards as soon as after it drops there's no way this is going to happen i shouldn't say no way but let's just be honest destiny 1 destiny 2 there's a bump in graphics but if the game's gonna be there for this game of the service let's just say halo drops it's gonna stay there stay in the mix for about two three years are they planning to drop another one what's the console cycle gonna be is it gonna be another seven years another seven plus years I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of questions there. And, A, if you're going to use this as a game of a service, you should have the best graphics you can possibly get within the system before dropping it. All the bugs fixed, and there shouldn't be a day one patch. Everything should be fixed right out the gate. I should say everything, but the majority of things that they can see should be fixed. They should do a lot more testing. They should push this to next. Uh, they should probably push this back until next uh, holiday season, just to have it at its best. Audio, visuals, like pop-ins. They should fix all that before it drops. I'm just saying that as a Halo fan, I bought Master Chief Collection on PC again. And I'm only playing, I'm literally only playing the original 360 games, Xbox 360 games on the console. Like the majority of the Xbox new games, I'm not really playing. And I'm talking about their main bread and butter. Like I have the Gears collection. I have Gears from the first one to the last one. Halo from, I have up to Halo 4 and ODST. Reach, I'm playing Reach again. It just, I expect them and I expect them to get to a certain level of polish for the game. And delayed games is not that bad. I know complaining about it, I probably repeated myself of this bit, but delayed games, if they're really going to work on it, I can't be too mad about that. So the next gen hasn't even dropped yet, and there's already problems that gamers are going to have to face. Now, the whole anti-consumer topic. Let's go into it. Control is Control is one of the game's sleeper hits that people didn't see coming. Drop on all uh, all systems, uh, PC, Xbox, uh, PS4. And they want you to buy their Ultimate Edition that comes out later this year. For you to bring it on to the next gen. Which doesn't make sense because if you bought 
the digital edition and the season pass, you have everything. But they still want to charge you for the upgrade to the next system. People are very upset about this. I am also because it's like I already bought the game digitally, but you got my money. And now you want to charge me $60 for the full game. This is why I have a problem with buying brand new games. Like if this game would have just didn't sell well, they wouldn't have pulled the stunt. But the game sold well enough for them to pull the stunt. And now they're like, okay, we can do whatever we want. And it's on all platforms. So I don't know why. I say all platforms, all major platforms. I don't know if it's on Nintendo, but it's this is not something new, but I don't want other games to follow suit. Um, It just doesn't make it doesn't make me feel good about that. Like if this is going to be the thing, I might as well just buy more of my games on PC then. Like I'm new to the PC mastery, so it it's it's been pretty well. Like, don't get me wrong, I do have some of these games that just shut down on me, which is annoying. Like, I download the game right out the box. This is the only problem, this is the only thing I have that's better than, uh, the only issue I have that's um, from consoles to PCs that the games are literally optimized so that things like that don't happen. But I understand that PC has other variables running, like I could be running an antivirus in the background or apps that may be messing around with the um the settings so i can't really i can't really be bothered like consoles are are better in a uh, sorts because everything is just optimized like if the game is broken broken then it's the game's fault if your game is not working on bc it can probably be a number of things and then you have to track it down and that could be annoying, but like I said, that's a whole nother topic. Back to the the game, it's like technically when you buy a game, you're technically renting it. You're renting it to be played on that system and that system alone, uh, if you want to call that, because you can't move that to any other system. Um, so if you buy it for a PC... The store may take it down and you can't download it anymore. Um, same thing with consoles. Like they may just be like, oh, you can't download these games anymore because we're using it for more space. Like how long are all your digital games on consoles going to be able to stay there? Like at some point they're going to be like, okay, we're no longer having this game in our storefront. So everybody who owns it, you may need to download this to your uh, to your console if you want to keep it. These things may actually be a thing. And also, they can push an update whenever they want to just turn it off. They did it with, uh, I mean, they did it with um, PT. So, what what does it mean to actually own a game? I went on a whole little tangent. Like, what does it actually mean to own a game? It's not even in my, that wasn't actually even in my freaking thing to even talk about. But what does it actually mean? Because if they can cut you off at any time... They can push an update to your console that your the game won't read. There's a lot of there's a lot of things to think about. Like I don't know about um the only game that I just I'm giving you an example. So um what's what's the game? What's the game? <sighs> Lawbreakers. If you own Lawbreakers on disc, are you still able to play it? 
because they removed it from all the storefronts. I'm like, if you own it on this, are you still able to play it? Yeah, I know they disabled the online and everything like that, but I'm just like, that's another that's another thing you need to be worried about when you buy games. It's like you're not really buying it, you're renting it. I may be thinking of the boss like that may not be the case, but Lawbreakers and PT have shown that if they want to remove it, it's removed. And I don't know if they push it out to people's systems and then be like it push it up to people's systems and it removes it by itself. But that's another thing to think about. Now back with this whole uh, control and having to pay to get to the newer version, uh, the next gen version, I should say. Uh, online passes has was a thing, so that would allow you to play the game that you bought used, or let's say you borrowed it from a friend um, to play it online. Um, games like Saint Row three and four, Battlefield three four, Far Cry, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, and Mass Effect three. Now that would actually cost you around five to ten bucks to play online with your friends, on top of you playing the amount of money for uh, Xbox Live and uh, the PlayStation Plus. It just this is not something new. So control is not like control should the controls have its eye. Everybody has their eyes on control, but this is not a new thing that's just been out and about. Like this has been tried before. EA has done this. Uh, EA is probably the one who like is best known for it. It's a thing that has already been done. Also, the upgrade from the upgrade from the older generation to the newer generation. Uh, Battlefield Four. When I bought it for PS3, they charged me about ten bucks to get it on PS to play it on PS4. They said they updated the graphics. Like this, I couldn't really tell. But like I said, um, it just this is a thing that other games may follow suit on. So they'll probably just being uh, other companies are probably just waiting waiting in the background to see how fans tr- uh, look at it. And see if they can, you know, get more money out of people. This may be a trend. Uh, if it works, um, for sorry for you guys. Uh, now you'll know not to buy games when they first come out. Wait the year or whatnot until they drop the Game of the Year edition. But technically, even if you did wait uh, for that edition, because the season pass and the game came out already. And you're now have to pay for another one. So anyone who supported the game in its early uh, infancy, it just bit you in the butt. And now you're going to have to buy a new one, a new version, which is technically this thing which you already paid to play it on PS5. Um, I have a shitload of PS4 games and I might not jump onto the next console until I see a better deal. Because truth be told, the games they have for PS4, I mean, PS5 as the... uh, the PS5 console release, they're going, uh, there's not enough games there, like, you know, games that I'm looking forward to, to playing. Now, there is talks about being, games being backwards compatible so that you can bring it on over, but we'll see how many games actually follow suit with that and I actually allow you to, because if they do, uh, I still don't see what's the point of upgrading if there's not enough games for when it actually drops, I don't see a point a point of upgrading. It's literally going to be down to Call of Duty, uh, 
Destiny, if they drop a new Destiny. Destiny probably will just be uh just transfer over, but it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be left to a new COD, a new third person game, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry Six, will be like the big games to look at. Those games already have uh, I should say Assassin's Creed and Far Cry Six. They already have like uh bundles for that if you buy it early. If you I think if you pre ordered early, you get it for both consoles. So, it's it necessitates you pre-ordering it. We don't know what happens after the pre-orders are done, but that's something to keep a lookout for. Time exclusives. Am I mad about time exclusives? Um, for games that I'm actually interested in, yeah. Um, you know, um, there's one big one, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Was exclusive for Xbox for a year, which didn't really hurt me that bad because I wasn't really checking that game. But I did get it when it did come to PS4, and I believe we got all the DLC for it. Um, but I do understand why they would do things like this because it just makes things a lot. Uh, it makes things more lucrative for the, your console of choice. Like everybody wants these brownie points for your console of choice. So, if your console is going to supply you with something that the other console doesn't have, for you being a supporter, I can understand that. So, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, they had exclusive DLC. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Xbox had uh, exclusive DLC for uh, for a certain, a certain period of time. Dead Rising released... Dead Rising 4 released on... Xbox first, which is a which was another weird thing because Dead Rising, I'm if I'm not mistaken, Dead Rising made its home on PlayStation first before it came out to the other systems. I may be wrong about that one. And Final Fantasy Seven, it's also another time exclusive for. Uh, so is this, these exclusive things, the time exclusive things, I. I'm not mad about those. They validate you being a loyal customer. Hey, we give you this because you're a loyal customer. You bought into our ecosystem and we will give you this bonus for buying it. Now, the things I do have a problem with is the thing I'm coming up with now. Um, the Marvel Marvel Avengers game is locking out Spider-Man for other consoles. Now, I don't know how big of a role Spider-Man is going to play. I doubt he's going to play a big enough role to really matter. Because if the if he did have a big enough role, they would be tearing the player base around. Um, I'm He's probably going to have a, like a two-hour, three-hour side mission that you can play around with. You might be able to move around with him in other missions. Um... But I don't think it's going to be that bad, uh, and what he's an amount of time that he's going to be actually be able to play as a playable character because I think it's going to be a side mission to be over with. But he's only available for Sony, which is a problem because if it's if he's actually locked, it's going to be one of those things that games are going to really start picking this up and doing this left and right, and I don't want this to be a real thing. Um, 
don't get me wrong, this has been done before. Uh, Soul Calibur uh, that had console specific characters. Uh, Hahachi, Spawn, and Link were for the big three Sony, uh, Xbox, and Nintendo. I just don't want this to be a thing because I want to be able to play all the characters. Now, if he's a time exclusive character, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But if they're just locking you out completely, that I find that to be an issue. I just think that Xbox is just going to need to pony up money to get their own character. And if they do get their own character, I hope it's just a lock. Like, I hope if if when they do get their own character, because let's just be honest, Xbox is going to have to play, have to pay, pay to play like everybody else. As of right now, wait, wait when they had, when they in the 360 generation, they had all this money to throw around. All of this money, they were buying exclusives. They were getting the JRPGs. Xbox 360 was where to play the majority of your games. For some reason, they pulled back on all these games. That because, truth be told, I feel like it's it's kind of the the fans' fault because you allowed Xbox to do all this fuckery for so long. Like they. In my mind, they make more controllers than they make video games. You get all these color waves and some other stuff. I'm just like, you guys can literally put Xbox back on track. Please don't get me wrong. They're having their own first party star, uh, studios making some games. They need to focus on acquiring more studios, acquiring, acquiring games putting the games onto their storefront, start throwing this money around make Xbox the console of choice again. And I'm just going to just throw it out there. Like people don't already know. I have a PlayStation. I have a Xbox one S and I have a PC. So I'm just like, it's, I have all of them. I got the Xbox very late in the game. I really only needed for the Blu-ray DVD player. It's like to watch my movies in high def. I just want them to just, come just come out and just bring xbox back to where it needs to be right now it's not even a contender it doesn't like it doesn't have a lane like it doesn't really have a lane like you can get all these different controller controller colors it's just people are going google and gaga you're paying like 60 bucks for a controller the high-end control is like 150 for what reason what are you playing with these games like what is the point of having all these color waves if you're not pl- if you're not playing games like it kind of sounds like i'm bashing xbox i just want xbox to do a lot better than what it is doing already it can do better xbox has the money to do what it needs to be done like what are they waiting for i know they kind of messed up on this generation truth be told uh, this generation drop may make or break Xbox. Like, I don't even really play Xbox games on the console itself. I don't even I do have my games, but I don't really play the games. I'm not paying for online because there's no need. I'm just like, I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm just like, hmm. Don't get me wrong. They do have some things going for like that play anywhere. That streaming service is going to be dropping soon, so you can uh, play all your games anywhere uh, as long as you have an Xbox. I'm waiting to see on that to get it to where it needs to be. Um, throw your money around. Let people know that Xbox is still a contender. 
that's it, man. That's all you need to do. Just prove that Xbox is still a contender in these gaming streets. As of right now, we don't know what you're doing besides making controllers. Thank you for listening to the Beantown Bully Podcast. Please leave us a review. We're still new to the podcast game. If there's any topics or criticisms, please leave us a comment and shoot us an email at beantownbullies617 at gmail.com. If you'd like to support, please check the links in the description.